and welcome to a special edition of our Wolverine Buzz podcast. My name is Meg McKellar. I'm the senior producer for the podcast branch at the UVU Review. And here today, I have the privilege of speaking with President Tuminez, our university president. It's so great to have you. Thank you, Meg. I'm happy to be your guest. Yeah. Um, today, we just kind of wanted to do a little bit of uh, talking about leadership as the leader of our university. Um, we are so lucky to have you and just have your guidance with us. So I'm excited to be speaking with you today. Um, I was doing some reading sort of about you before this interview, and I read that you became the university president back in 2018. Yes. So that, Four years ago yeah. this past Sunday. Oh, that's so I perfect. just had my four-year anniversary. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Um, that kind of gave you about two years prep then before COVID-19 and everything. <laughs> Less than two. <laughs> uh -huh. That's amazing. And just the way that everything was handled, like you just seemed so confident with all of that. How did those two years of normalcy sort of prepare you for uh, working under higher pressure? <laughs> so it actually wasn't two years. I became president in September uh, 2018. COVID hit on March 20, 2020. Okay, so like a year. A and year a, and a half. Yeah. And I remember very well the day, I'll never forget, I was in Las Vegas with our basketball team for the WAC uh, tournament, basketball tournament. Mm -hmm. And as a member of the Western Athletic Conference Board, I remember that morning we got up, March 20, had our meeting, and we had a discussion, should we continue with a tournament or not? And I was very gung-ho on continuing because our teams were there, our cheerleaders were there, everything was all set. And then suddenly we saw in the news all these other conferences canceling their tournaments. Mm -hmm. And then I realized the pandemic was upon us. And so um, the years of normalcy gave me a chance to build relationships across this campus, hire good people like an excellent provost. And all of these people were indispensable. Our epidemiologist, Professor Sue Jackson, mm -hmm. um, you know, our emergency uh, management, Vice President Val Peterson and his team, uh, and Robin, who's on his team, everybody helped. So we had to remove 6,000 sections online within a matter of days. And wow. luckily, we were in spring break. Mm -hmm. So we had a little bit of time. So what did it teach me? Number one, agility. Number two, to be calm in times of trouble. And number three, put the students at the heart of it because you will do the right thing if you do that. Absolutely. That's, I mean... Uh I know that I would just absolutely crumble under that, um, especially like with so many. We have a huge student population and all of our faculty as well. Like we have a lot of people here on campus. Um, and I really liked what you said about putting the students at the heart of it. Um, how did that kind of stress and toll like affect you? And how did you kind of cope with that? Because yeah. I imagine it was a lot. <laughs> so. One of the ways that I coped with it is actually by never leaving the office. I never worked from home. I just came in every day. Mm -hmm. And and um, uh, I remember flying from Las Vegas back to Utah thinking that I had taken on a job that I was, I was not qualified for. You know, every one of us, to some extent or other, has imposter syndrome, everyone. Absolutely. And it was really that one single time when I felt like, are you kidding yourself? You're not qualified to lead a university during the time of a pandemic. But again, what was so beautiful was arriving and, and my provost and our, our academic colleagues had done half the work already to really plan. And then one of the most remarkable things we did was, you know, as that kept going, as COVID kept going and we had ups and downs and fears and, and successes and failures, 
we asked students who graduated that year to name a person, a staff member, a faculty member by name who really helped you persevere and graduate with this pandemic. And I think there were hundreds of names. We sent them all a personal note and a $10 gift certificate. Uh And it was not about the money. It was just kind of being named as you are the, you are the reason our students succeeded through COVID. That Mm -hmm. was remarkable. That's really, uh, that sounds like such a neat sort of experience to kind of be a part of that's really spectacular and a great way to make people feel important. I know that when everything switched to online, I was like, I'm just some random box on a Zoom screen. So I think the acknowledgement is huge. Absolutely. Um, So when we were sort of getting ready, you did mention, you know, you felt like a lot of the questions were regarding to COVID. And sort of part of that is because uh, this last weekend, President Biden said, uh, quote, the pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. But the pandemic is over. And that's sort of what he was saying in this Mm -hmm. interview. With that being said, what is kind of the trajectory, I mean, moving on into a more post-pandemic university? What has the kind of decision process been with that and everything? So I picked up something very clever from some folks at Yale University. They have this leadership conference every year in higher education, and they use the term endemic rather than pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I think President Biden is correct that the pandemic in that face of, you know, all of us not not even understanding the virus, uh, people dying, uh, we didn't have vaccines. Mm -hmm. I think that part is over. Endemic means that it is almost permanently with us. And so what is still really important is to keep tracking what is happening. You don't see it emphasized as much. And so I subscribe to the New York Times and I read it almost every day. Mm -hmm. Their electronic version used to have that front page, you know, how many per state, number of deaths, number of infections. So it's not there anymore anymore because most people have been double vaccinated, double boosted. And so it changes the nature of, of the disease. Mm-hmm. And so I think although it is it is over as a pandemic, it is not over as an endemic thing that could still hurt us. And so we still need to uh, uh, be on top of information, get our vaccinations, get our booster shots. And if you look at the UVU COVID page that we used throughout the pandemic, mm-hmm. it's still live. You know, we're still looking at that and updating it. So it's still there for the information. But we no longer do testing on campus. We Mm -hmm. no longer do vaccinations on campus because the trajectory, this this disease is kind of different now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been very interesting to kind of watch these uh, transitions happen firsthand, both with the, you know, when everything switched, when it became uh, relevant to us, but then also as it sort of phased out into that endemic. Endemic, yeah. Mm -hmm. And what's the next one? That's what I'm worried about. That's yeah. People exactly. are joking about monkey flu, and I say, please, dear Lord, no. <laughs> exactly. You know, I think that like, let's keep our good habits of washing our hands, and if you're in really super crowded space, maybe wear a mask and a plane, you know, <laughs> to protect ourselves, protect others as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What uh, I mean, you've given so much great advice already about uh, leadership and sort of. Uh, you know, what the core of the that should be, which uh, is wonderful to hear. Um, we have such a wide and diverse student body, and a lot of those people do find themselves in leadership positions, obviously not like over an entire university, mm-hmm. but um, we have so many clubs on campus. We have so many student organizations um, and different resources on campus that students are allowed to partake in as a leadership 
in, in a leadership role. Um, so what kind of, I guess, targeted advice do you have for those students that are feeling overwhelmed with all the decisions to be made on behalf of other people and just sort of going forward with that leadership? Yeah, you know, you mentioned the word overwhelmed. And, and so one of the things that I would emphasize, whether or not you're in a leadership position, is to know how to take care of yourself. When I was your age, I wasn't very good at that. Mm -hmm. I was just, uh, I was, what I was about was about powering through everything. And in some ways, I think I was quite abusive on myself as a young person, but it also helped me to achieve things that many people didn't achieve. So it is kind of a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. But I think it's so important to know that when you need to sleep, to sleep. Uh, Breathing is something I emphasize very much. I am a follower of Zen Buddhism. Because, because it truly is something so beautiful, powerful, and meaningful when you connect your mind with your body mm-hmm. and you are present in the moment. Like right now, I am just here with you, talking to you. I don't want to think about tonight, you know, and things like that. Right. So, um, so, the, so, so that, that is sort of the, the, the counter to the word overwhelmed. We want to be living every day with joy and enthusiasm, and chop it up, chop your work up. So what would I say to students who are leading or aspire to lead or are simply maybe being overwhelmed sometimes by their schoolwork alone? Mm-hmm. Um, so, for, for, so for everyone, I already said, you know, learn how to breathe, learn, learn to care for yourself, but chop your work up into small pieces. It's just like eating. You're not going to eat a big piece of steak. One of my favorite books is Anne Lamott's Bird by Bird, where she tells the story of how her brother had his homework about birds and he was crying. And his father just said, just take it bird by bird because he wasn't ready. He put it off. Mm -hmm. Just look at the eagle and the cormorant and then the flamingo. Just, you know, one bird at a time. I love that. Yeah. So I think if we could take it bird by bird, uh, learn to breathe, and then also celebrate the things that we are accomplishing Let's say you only got two A's and three C's. Well, look at the A's and celebrate it. You know, if your club meeting uh, was only half good, well, celebrate the half good and and ask yourself, what did I learn? What did we learn? Mm -hmm. If the UVU review issue wasn't so good this time, again, ask, what did we learn? What are our readers telling us? But then celebrate the stuff that they like. And then in the next issue, you're better. I think that is a life skill and it, it accompanies you through life. I have my bad days where I just feel like, okay, nothing went well, I haven't slept, I feel terrible, and I'm good at handling it sometimes, and sometimes I'm not. Mm-hmm. But I think to me, like when I sleep or breathe or run, those are the things that, you know, or I just like watch a comedy show that also works. <laughs> <laughs> Great <laughs> laughter, advice. Laughter I love as that medicine. Very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then celebrating what you're accomplishing is so important. I love that. That is such yeah. good advice. I think it's very easy, like you were saying, to focus on the negative, but just such a small shift can change a lot. Yeah. So. We're programmed to focus on our problems. Mm-hmm. And, you know, recently I did a video for Live On Utah uh, about people who are depressed and have suicidal thoughts. And I, and I quoted the Zen master, Thich Nhat Hanh, who said, you don't have to wait till you're completely free of suffering to allow yourself to be happy. And that word allow is so important. I give myself permission to laugh. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't feel like it, sometimes it's funny. You just do it anyway. And then like 
you feel better somehow. <laughs> Amazing. Well, um, those are all the questions that I have for you. Did you have any um, last advice or uh, anything else that you'd like to share with the students here at UVU, whether well, or not I, they are I, leaders or yeah, just the students? So I just want to tell the students, because I know you are UVU Review, mm-hmm. uh, thank you for what you are doing to, to cover news and write news and create our culture. I hope that, you know, our, our values of exceptional care, exceptional accountability, exceptional results, even when we're not perfect, that we try to remember those every day and, and live by those values. And I want to say to our students um, that the reason I am at UVU is because of you guys. Uh, I left a great life, great job in Singapore because I really love this idea of working with students. And many of our students are non-traditional. Mm-hmm. Almost 30% of our students are 25 years and older because I am a firm believer that whatever happened to you in high school or even after high school, and if it was negative, forget it. You're here. Mm -hmm. The only question is like, what do you want to do today? You know, is there one thing in this big university with tens of thousands of people and a lot of resources, is there something that excites you at all? And the investment that you're making, students who are listening... The investment you're making is not for your mother or your father or your grandmother or grandfather or your church authority or your neighbor. It's for you. I would just like every student to believe that, that each of you, you are worth the investment you're making. And that is just such a wonderful thought. Ten years from now, you will look back and see all these hard times. They've formed me into the better person that I am. All my successes, they're also, they've also formed me into the person that I am. Um, so go Wolverines. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and please show up at sports and arts because I'm lonely there. I don't <laughs> see enough of you. Amazing. Well, thank you so much again for taking time out of your schedule to visit with me today and to um, just speak with me about this. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much. Of course. Thank you all so much for listening. We will catch you next week. Have a great rest of your day. Go Wolverines! Wolverines!